Okay, so <clears throat> we have a very important single statement. Normally I do not focus on a single statement, but this one is worthy of quite a bit of attention. And that is when Paul, and depends on the, the translation, Paul says here, the Lord of heaven and earth does not dwell in sanctuaries made by human hands. In some translations, it says shrines. So who and what are we doing here at the national shrine of the divine mercy when Paul says, the Lord of heaven and earth does not dwell in shrines made by human hands? All right. If I had a dollar for every email, text, voicemail, letter that I have gotten that says, Father, I'm not into man-made religion, I'd be wealthy. Well, I wouldn't be wealthy. The community would be. <laughs> All right. What's interesting about that statement is I'm not a Catholic because I'm not into man-made religions. Catholicism is actually the only Christian religion that is not man-made. Every other Christian religion out of the 40,000 is man-made, and I can tell you the name and the year it was founded. Not from memory, but there's actually a website out there like whostartedyourchurch.com or something like that that actually gives all these other religions who started them and when. There's only one religion that even claims to have been started by Jesus Christ, and that's the Catholic Church because only the Catholic Church existed for 1,500 years and I don't think Jesus would say, I'm going to start a church, but I'll get it wrong for 1,500 years until a man comes and gets it right. So no, the Catholic Church is not man-made. Now, it says, as I said, God does not live in shrines made by man. How do we explain this? I found something incredible that I'd like to share with you that is the best answer to this that I've ever come across. And it is on catholicbridge.com. It was just a resource that I found. And I don't use those often because you can never trust sources. But this one nails it. And let me read what it says. Jesus said, now this is regarding the church being man-made. What we just read, Paul says, we don't believe in churches that are man-made. This is what it says. Jesus said, you are Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. This is Matthew 16, 19. He didn't say, you will build your church. Get the difference there? Jesus said, I will build my church. Matthew 16, 19. He didn't say, you mankind will build your church. So when people say I'm not Catholic because I'm not into this man-made stuff, neither am I. I belong to the church that Jesus made. Now, Jesus founded his church on Pentecost. That's Acts 2.14. And he blew the Holy Spirit upon the apostles. The church was conceived that day by God, not by man. Catholics know that the Holy Spirit has remained upon the church since then. But remember, the church is human and divine. In her divine nature, you will always get the truth. You'll never be led astray. But in her human nature, yeah, we've had some Judases. That doesn't make the church untrue. Catholics believe that the Holy Spirit has remained upon the church since then. 
This was to be true to his promise to Peter that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Again, Matthew 19. At the birth of the church at Pentecost, Peter stood up to lead the church as Jesus commanded him. This is Acts 1.15. So listen to this. So Jesus built the church. Jesus built it, not man. But he founded it upon man. Peter, you are the rock upon which I will build my church. Peter didn't build it. Jesus built it, but Peter and the people, the apostles, were what it was built upon. Now this website goes on to say there was no Bible yet. The church was born 350 years before the church pieced the Bible together out of hundreds of letters. So Catholics aren't biblical? The Catholics are what gave you the Bible we have today. It was canonized by the Catholic bishops. The books that you have in the Bible, who determined what books went into the Bible? Who determined that there's only four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Because in the first few centuries, we had the Gospel of Thomas, we had the Gospel of Peter, we had the Gospel of all these other people. Which one, who determined that the ones that went into the Bible today are only Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, whether you're a Lutheran or a Methodist or a Catholic? Who determined those four Gospels, the other 27 books of the New Testament? And the 73 books in the whole Bible, who determined it? The Catholic Church. So you can't reject the church, the Catholic Church, and accept the Bible from which it came from. Or I should say, you can't accept the Bible and reject the source from which that Bible came, which is the Catholic Church. Yes, God wrote the Bible through the men, but the Catholic bishops determined the canon, what books are to go into it. So now, Catholics protected the Bible. We wouldn't have a Bible today if it wasn't for the Catholics. Because before there was any other denomination, in the 1500 years, the Catholics protected the Bible over centuries of wars, famines, plagues, the fall of Rome, fires, threats from everywhere. This was long before any other denomination existed. As the Catholic Church chose what books were to be included in the Bible, at the councils of Carthage and Hippo in 393 and 397 AD, we see that the church was the safeguarder of the Bible. We love the Bible, yet we are told all the time we're not biblical. Do you know there's more Bible passages in one weekday Catholic Mass than any Protestant Sunday service, period? The Bible is truth, and no Catholic dogma or tradition has ever contradicted it. But Catholics do not believe that it is the only authority. Oh, where's that in the Bible? Says it. <laughs> Sola Scriptura is not in the Bible. All right. <clears throat> we Catholics believe in the Bible as an authority, but not the only authority. Whoa, what are you saying, Father? Okay, if the Bible was the only authority which didn't come to almost the year 400, who was the authority for the first 400 years of the church? If the Bible did not come to 393 and 397 AD, meaning it was canonized then, 
Who was the authority the first 400 years after Christ? The answer, the church. The Bible was created to be read at the Mass. The Mass predates the Bible. As Christians, we believe God speaks to us through both public revelation and private. Now, we know that private revelation comes to us in things like Fatima or Lourdes or the Sacred Heart of Jesus. This is good. But public revelation is the highest form of what we believe, and that comes directly from God. Something that is public revelation cannot be disputed, and no Catholic teaching has ever disputed it. It makes sense that public revelation comes to us. How? You ask a non-Catholic, they'll say, only the Bible, only what's written? Well, the Catholics believe, yes, public revelation comes to us in the Bible, what was written, but also in sacred tradition. Wait a minute, Father. I am not supposed to follow tradition. It says it in the Bible. Oh, yeah? We're not talking man-made tradition. We're talking sacred tradition. It is not man-made. It is called apostolic tradition. If somebody tells you that the Bible says don't follow traditions, you could say, yes, man-made traditions. But apostolic tradition, sacred tradition, we are to follow. Why? Because it came from Jesus to the apostles to us. Sometimes it wasn't written down. How many things did Jesus write down? He wrote down one thing, and that was at the sand before the adulteress. Jesus never scribed a thing. So right there between the time Jesus taught and the decades later that it took to write it down, how was it preserved? Oral tradition. Sometimes we forget this. The Bible says itself that if everything Jesus said and did were to be written down, all the books of the world couldn't contain it. That's the last chapter of the last gospel, John. Does that mean the other things Jesus said and did are not important? No, of course they're important. The Bible says they're important. But they're not in the Bible. So what do we do? We hold fast to these traditions. Paul says in Thessalonians 2.15, stand firm and hold to the traditions that I have taught you, both oral and written. This is when somebody says to you, I'm not a Catholic because I'm not into man-made traditions. You could say, neither am I. I'm into apostolic traditions that Paul commanded us in 2 Thessalonians 15, or 2 Thessalonians 2.15 to hold on to. Sacred tradition is the divine revelation that was written down under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That's sacred scripture. So you have two parts of God revealing to man. God revealed to us in two ways. The first way was written down, sacred scripture. But there was another way he revealed to us, orally. Jesus did it all orally. That is sacred tradition. That is also divine. That is also valid. Not just what was written down, but it has been transmitted to us from the beginning orally. 
Protestants have as their sole rule of faith the written word of God and only that which we find in sacred scripture. But the Catholic Church has as its rule of faith not only the written word, but the spoken word that was handed down orally, so it is the entire word of God, not just the written word. Do you write down everything that you've ever said? Some of you might. Okay, but if you didn't write down every single thing you said, does that make it not valid? What if your ancestors told you we all come from Italy? Well, mom, I don't believe that because I haven't seen it written down from great-great-grandma. I never saw a letter written down from great-great-grandma that our family comes from Italy. Well, yeah, your family comes from Italy, honey. That we know. We've, been, we've, we've had that tradition in the family for years. We know we come from Italy. No, I can't accept that, mom, because nobody wrote it down and showed me that it was written down. Well, yeah, but we've passed it down orally from the generations. Well, no, mom, that doesn't count. Come on, that's preposterous. We follow oral and written tradition in everything we do as human beings. Why not God? The Catholic Church has the full entire word of God, both found in sacred scripture and sacred tradition. All of the word of God was at one time passed on orally before it was written down. And that later became scripture. Remember, Paul, 2 Thessalonians 2.15, Brethren, stand firm and hold to the traditions that I teach you, both oral and written. So the Bible, wait a minute, Father, the Bible says not to follow tradition, Matthew 15.3. See, this is the problem when you isolate a scripture verse. And this is why we Catholics are accused that you don't know your Bible because I spout out Bible verses. So, Father, what about Matthew 15, 13? I got this the other night. How, how, how prophetic that two nights ago I got this comment on the YouTube video that says, Father, explain to me Matthew 15, 3, which says not to follow tradition. Well, that is referring to man-made tradition. The Bible says we must follow sacred apostolic tradition with sacred scripture. That's in the Bible. Again, 2 Thessalonians 2.15. So, the fact is, yes, God doesn't exist or live in shrines built by man. But this shrine wasn't built by man. This shrine was built by God. That's what we're message is. So like evangelicals, Catholics also use scripture to determine doctrine and moral principles. We don't reject scripture. We use it as two parts. You have two arms. You use your left arm and your right arm. It's sacred scripture and sacred tradition. It comes from the apostles which came from Jesus. The difference is that the Catholic layperson or pastor doesn't interpret it on his own. We have sacred scripture, but we follow the magisterium, which God gave the authority. And Paul did too. Paul gave Timothy the apostolic authority to interpret scripture, to rightly divide the word of truth. That's in the Bible. So Catholics believe their bishops and church inherited the authority of the apostles to teach. So when somebody says, I'm not into man-made tradition, you say, that's great, neither am I. I'm into apostolic tradition that comes from Jesus. That's not man-made. Well, Father, I'm spiritual. 
I'm not religious. Well, I pray for you because you're telling me that you don't believe in a religion? No, I'm spiritual. I'm not into religion. Well, that's too bad because Jesus organized religion. He established the College of Bishops with the first apostles. He ordained these men and the, at the Last Supper. He gave them the authority for the sacraments to confect the Eucharist, to forgive sins in the confessional. He established the cheer of, of the Pope and put Peter upon it. Jesus organized religion. But I'm not into organized religion. Jesus was. So why not be part of that organized religion that Jesus formed? Wow. All right, so to finish, the bishops are the ones through apostolic succession that interpret the Bible. The Catholics believe this, and we know this, because the church was given that authority in to from Christ himself. After the crucifixion, how did the faith persevere? Was it immediately written down? Was John at the cross with a pen and paper? No. It took John 50 years, maybe 60 years, to put a pen to a piece of paper. John didn't write the Gospels to something like 90, 80, or 90 AD. Maybe even he died when he was like 100 AD. Jesus died in 33. How did you get through from 33 to 100 AD if John hadn't written anything down yet? Oral, sacred, apostolic tradition. Not man-made. So after the crucifixion, the apostles passed to the early church fathers the faith. Later... The church fathers passed that faith on to emperors and kings who accepted the creed and the faith and their subjects followed it. And those are how we are led to our faith as it exists today. An official, all official Catholic teaching documents are always upheld with sacred scripture. The teachings of God. Well, Father, I don't see the mass Where's the mass in the Bible? Actually, open up the book of Revelation. The entire book of Revelation is about the mass. In fact, the mass is both apostolic tradition and sacred scripture. It's apostolic tradition because it happened at the Last Supper, and it's sacred scripture because the entire book of Revelation is about the mass. So this is not in the Bible? Well, again, Jesus didn't write everything. Everything he said and did was passed on by sacred tradition. And then it went into sacred scripture. To only accept sacred scripture and reject sacred tradition is like living your life with one arm. Yeah, you can still do it, but it's a lot more difficult. God bless all of you and love your faith that God has given to us. Because this shrine, this says God does not exist in man-made shrines, was not built by a man. Yes, physically the structure was. But what this shrine is, what's in that tabernacle, the living altar, the sacrifice of the mass, and the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ that dwells in this sanctuary, was not built by man.
It was built by God himself. Tear down the temple and I will rebuild it in three days. He was talking about his body. And what is the body of Christ? The church. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.